<laughs> can we? Is there something we can see on the ear? Sure. They took a poll. Oh, very cute. Very cute. cute. Just get off the phone. (laughs) You creep. Ooh, stealing from Steve now by way of Bob Grant. Just a joke. Third generation stealing. Yeah, a joke. It's a joke. You said get off off my phone. I finished it. (laughs) Don't forget now, get those uh, names and addresses in the mail this weekend. So far, P.O. Box 2214, Miami 33055. And get those checks in there, too. And uh, we're going to only uh, circulate petitions in businesses and in condos and churches and synagogues or wherever else there are lots of people. And we're going to get individuals to get involved in this by sending in postcards or little letters with their name and address just saying, I support so far in free speech. Pretty simple, right? Yeah. They can't do that. I mean, if you, if you want a petition, we'll be more than happy yeah. to send you one. But if you're one of those many, the overwhelming majority are not petitions gatherers. Right? Right. Like me. I'll sign a petition, but I'm not going to go out Yeah, and you're basically a pretty lazy guy. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, it's 1018 at WINZ. I'm Neil Rogers. The indefatigable Ernie Sochin will be along. He's got a five-hour review of Shoah from 2 to 7 this afternoon. So clearance will win the Derby. Jose Santos in a desperate drive and a furious final 16th of a mile. It's crypto clearance. Trust me. <laughs> I wish I were out there at Gulfstream, boy. I would give anything to be out there with my good friend Gene Stevens. Oh, yeah. He'll be there. Looking for you. Thanks again, Gino. I couldn't have done it without you. Could never have gotten a book like that without your help. And Sonny Rosenberg, too. Can you believe that douchebag Sonny Rosenberg is going to be replying to the uh, Channel 10 editorial? Wow. That moron. The Honorable Mayor responding to the editorial about me. 6.30, Channel 10, Monday night, according to Ron Sachs. Ron turns out to be a pretty good guy, after all. Yeah. We always thought he was a real pain in the neck. And uh, I talked to Greg Budell, who's doing some stuff for 10, and he may do a piece on the so far thing. He said he, he thought he would. He thought he could do it. Well, he better do it. Yeah. And uh, I don't want to threaten you, Greg, but... <laughs> I think he'll do it. I think he will, if possible. Hollywood, hello. How's it going? Pretty good. Uh, I think you just should uh, simply fry Glenn. Okay, that is the only answer to it. Yeah, well, we'll get Daffy working on it. <laughs> hey, listen, I have a whole bunch of friends listening to you for the very first time. Could you please? I know it might be patently... Anything you want, sir. Anything you want. What is it? Uh, oh, there they go. Boy, I tell you, they're quick today, though. Mm-hmm. They really oh, are. They're waking up slowly. Let me read the memo again from our program mangler, Mark Kuhn, dated April 28th, 1987. Kathy West has decided to abandon the Saturday morning program on WINZ. Like the word abandon? Yeah, it's an interesting choice. Kathy and I have been working under the agreement that her transition to talk was an experiment, and we'd bang around with it and see how it goes for a few months. We'll bang around. Yeah, too much banging. <laughs> it's her decision to leave the show. I commend her for her hard work, <laughs> a great attitude, and her loyalty to the station. Not to mention becoming one of Neil's favorite targets. See? I get blamed for everything. (laughs) We wish her well. Meanwhile, this is one of the most profound statements in the history of memos. I want you to listen to this. Okay. Meanwhile, Saturday mornings continue on. Yeah, right. Is that profound? Yeah, that's profound. Like, you folks in the audience don't realize how lucky you are, because if Mark hadn't written that in the memo, we might not even all be here right now. Saturday mornings continue on. Okay? Is that profound? For him it is. The adventure continues. Now listen to this next line from the Dr. Mengele of talk radio. We will experiment further with some people. First one out of the chute this week will be Glenn Hill. Stay tuned. That's the memo. First one out of the chute. Like they shot you out of a cannon. Yeah, it's painful. 
<laughs> I thought the first one out of the chute would be the ten horse in the uh, derby today. Boy, I'm telling you, this guy, they want the vices. They've already, they're doing the vices out there. You'll get it all today, folks. We're playing all the material, the whole rack during this show today. As our way of saying thank you for being so indifferent to the show the last two days. <laughs> it's true. It, this happens to me every rating book. We're not giving the numbers on the air anymore. We won't talk about the ratings. In fact, I'll lie. No. I'll say, boy, we really did lousy. We stu and then they'll, oh, we're so, don't feel bad. You know, then we'll get a lot of calls, sympathy calls. But every time when a book comes out, we did great this week until Wednesday, till the book <laughs> came out. Then the minute the book came out, bingo. It's like, okay, we've uh, paid enough attention to him. Screw him now. You know, let's go on to something else. <laughs> like Sandy. Pompano, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Taffy's racy remark. Which kind of racy remark? Which kind of racy remark was that? I don't know, sir, but you bore the hell out of me. <laughs> Bay Harbor Islands, hello. Hi. Yes. Yeah. I think Glenn has class, and I think he has a kind of class that laughs. And I think his laugh is charming, especially when you get up early in the morning and you're screwing around trying to get things together. And I really think he sounds like a very charming guy. Well, he's not, but he sounds like it. He sure does sound like it, and I wish you a lot of good luck. Okay? Say thank you. Thank you, ma'am. I appreciate the call. He said thank you. I really do. I... Okay. Okay. 10.30 right on the nose, boy. 10.30 right on the nose. Glenn's got all these set-up calls coming in, but once we get these out of the way, then the truth comes yeah, out. Yeah, right. They're you nice. have a couple of open lines. You haven't exactly uh, whelmed this audience. We have an open line in Dade, 624-0191, and one in Broward, 764-0707. And speaking of Broward, if there are people in Miramar, parents or students, I mean, it is Saturday, although I know that they don't listen to this show, but along with our survey on Glenn this morning, we want to hear from some of these wimps at Miramar High, who got so upset because their principal was insulted on the air and the school and so on, and they apologized because they thought it gave the school a bad image. How stupid could they be, huh? That's Jeff Boucher, a student at Miramar High, said that. Their school was getting a good image because the kids there had enough guts to stand up for what they wanted. Isn't that true? They were getting a good image. These were a bunch of students who believed in what they wanted. This just then. What is this out? Is this the Herald? It's what I have in front of me here that I was just reading from. Right. When are you guys going to get with it, all right? Glenn's going to do the talk up on this. No. He's going to step all over it, man. It's going to be so embarrassing that they'll probably want him back on Gloves 94. <laughs> no, I don't they think haven't so. got any audience anyway, trust me. See, I stepped on it yesterday, but I wouldn't do it again. Perfect. Today. I hear it once or twice. I can. Perfect. Wasn't that good? Yeah. Big deal. Well, I feel like I'm on at nights again. <laughs> do a 40-minute screaming wild monologue on the end of the world, and someone... Hello, Neil. Have you got the chiropractor's number? <laughs> uh -huh. Boy, we're really regressing this week. I'm telling you, things are Did not you good. You better talk up this station, folks. You better run all around with a sandwich board on, because that's the only promotion we're ever going to get. Well, I, I can't understand. I can't believe what Kathy said on the air yesterday. You kind of just waltzed right by it. I didn't hear it. I really didn't because I would have dumped it. Did, did you hear it? Yeah. Uh -huh. No, I don't mean you. Did Kyle hear it? Did you hear her say SH? She said it on the air, you know. Yeah, loud and clear. Oh, yeah? I didn't hear it. Yeah. Kyle is going to write me a message now because he would have dumped it if he would have heard it. Well, what worries me is that next week, what if Lane doesn't come back? Who are you going to have on? Next Saturday morning? Yeah. Lee Fowler. <laughs>
No, I'll come back if uh, they'll let me. Oh, I see. Kyle thought she said shift. I'm tired of taking your shift. Uh, oh, there could be something really, some sexual innuendo in that. I'm tired of taking your shift. She was talking to the guy on the mobile phone. <laughs> <laughs> she Boy. gave... You, you remember, so she gave three reasons why she quit. A, she was... Oh, I see, like an air shift, I see. Yeah. A, she's going to go raise her babies... B, her husband is doing real well. Real and she's going to raise her skirt, probably. And she she'll start all money. over again. And three, she said, Neil, I'm tired of taking your shift. That's what she said, basically. Well, that's what Kyle thought she said. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. But she left the F out. That's why we didn't dump it. <laughs> oh, boy. The further we go with this, man, yeah, we better the stop. worse it gets. That's one of the seven. The worse yeah. it gets. Now we got two of the seven. Anybody go for three? <laughs> Feel like auctioning again. I'm sorry, sir. What were you saying? I was going to say, Al's still playing that dumb little talk-up about most listened to uh, talk radio host on his show. I just wonder... Well, when is the audience going to bombard him with complaints and say, stop lying already? Okay, I'm going to hang up and call him now. Thank you. Good. What a bunch of liars they are over there, huh? They may not be number one in listeners, but they're number one in lies on W. Snooze. You know how every book comes out, people find a story somewhere in the book. If you look under the column of lies, most lies per average quarter hour, they're number one. But see, it doesn't, it says most listened to talk show host. Yeah. You know, you can say number one, because all stations... No, no, no. Most listened to has to mean either Q right. or average quarter That's hour. Correct. He's not even close in either one. See, like in no, Birch, in Arbitron, in anything. Right. On in underwear, right. not even close. See, on Y100, they say number one Y100, but they're number one someplace, you know, in the book. But um, on the Al show, it says most listened to. Yeah, which is a blatant... Absolute flagrant absolute lie. That's correct. It is not true. Shame on you, Alice. Hang your head in shame. Like Tom Dooley, 23 before 11 at WINZ. We're finding out whether Glenn still has a job. I'm really kind of surprised because there were a lot of those ladies who just despised this. Oh, one of Kathy's female fans said she didn't say it. I didn't think she said it. Yes, she did. I think you're hallucinating. I was right next to her. She said it. Let's call Lee Fowler and tell him we've got another guy hallucinating on the air here. No. Like me and Jicka. I don't think she said it. I wouldn't kid you about something like this. I wouldn't. Trust me. <laughs> Easy for you to say. 22 before 11 at WINZ. And some of you chickens in Miramar, boy, you better call in between now and two, I'm telling you, because you have just... In one day, they blew it. Is that incredible? Hines, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes. How are you doing today? Really good. Okay. Uh, just one criticism for Glenn. Good. Uh, I don't want them to get the uh, the same thing that Kathy had. That's the Barney Rubble syndrome, and that's uh, giggling at everything you say. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's no room for another Ed McMahon on the air. But other than that, I think that he was certainly an improvement over Kathy, and I wish him the best of luck, sincerely. Well, how about Kathy? Do you wish her the best of luck? Well, what's the difference? <laughs> uh, let me ask you a question about the Derby. Yeah. All right. We're heavy on crypto clearance. Good. Okay. What Hunt about Rick Castilli? What? No chance on oh, Leo Castilli? Leo Castilli. Counterfeit, counterfeit, counterfeit. Bogus horse? Bogus. And I'll tell you another bogus horse is that Gulch. He is known in the trade as a puker. Yeah. Wow. In other words, for, may fall off the horse when he gets together. to the top of the stretch and he looks down that long stretch at Churchill Downs, he will puke it out. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Can you advance bet that race at Coldstream? Sure. What, what time? Well, you wouldn't know when they open, but you can the, go in there and bet it and then watch it at home? Yeah, the windows open like at 1230. Mm -hmm. Great, great. Yeah. I appreciate it. Well, the best of luck to you guys. Thanks a lot. Hello. What do you mean, Alabama? What does that mean? Hello? 
Hey. Yes. Yeah, um, he's coming in great up here, Neil. Um, I was calling to, I was calling to find out how in the world. Wait, wait a minute, sir. Yes, sir. Up where? Dozing, Alabama. Where? Dozing, about 15 miles. You're dozing? <laughs> dozing. Yeah, something like that. Uh-huh. Uh, you got a banjo on your knee, sir? Yeah, all that good stuff. Drive my pickup, got the rebel flag. Great. Shotgun in the back of the window. All right. Coon dog. A coon dog? Yeah, I got my coon dog, too. Great. Oh, uh, I was calling wonder how in the world did you uh, hear about two egg floor? <laughs> what? About what? Two, two egg, egg floor. What do you mean, how did I hear it? I spent a week in two egg one time. A week? Yeah. Well, since you started talking about it, man, we had a population explosion up here, you know, just like Highlanddale. Really? Yeah, man, we had about four or five hogs, and <laughs> a couple of cows, and a few horses and everything. We had a couple of cats that my dog got out. Yeah, well, they probably got more sense than most of the people who live up in Tuag. That's yeah, right. That's, you the truth. that's not too far from Perry, is it? Perry, Florida. Um, no, Perry, New York. <laughs> Gee. <laughs> Perry, Georgia. Perry, we are. Uh, it's about 120 miles, something like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, we don't. I know that. Can I say that? No. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I called to tell you one reason. Uh, We're really making it now, folks. Sheep poop. That's the next. Uh, oh, boy. That was him. No, that's comic code. I, I enjoy his laugh, as a matter of fact. That's, uh, really? I, I, it's just great. And uh, It's a little warm in here, by the way. I don't want to start complaining. but You're my people. <laughs> people, of the, people of the earth. You okay, know. we got something coming up for you, sir. Okay, thank you. Have a great day. Did he say limp wrist? <laughs> Friday nights, they're two Miami cops with a hot new beat. They're on the streets fighting crime. Look, pal, we just don't do strip searches for jaywalking. In Key West Vice. We got a problem. The Moose Gang is back in town. Lieutenant, isn't that the group of hairdressers who attack people on the beach, hold them down, and then set their hair? Yeah, they're back in town. Let's go get them. They'll stop at nothing but clean up the streets. Officers, I'm sorry for skipping in the no-skipping zone. I hope you guys don't get on to me. Just take a seat, pal. Gladly. A chair, a chair. Yes, Key West Vice. All right, stop, you pickpocket. I beg your pardon. I'm not a pickpocket. Oh, uh, sorry. Just look like... Yes, there are a couple of hip Miami cops on a hot new beat in Key West Vice. Friday nights at 9 on NBC. They're two Miami cops with a hot new beach. They're on the streets fighting crime. Hey, Pops, that's a handicapped face there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Hallandale Vice. We got a problem. The Grey Gang is up to their little tricks. Lieutenant, isn't that the group of senior citizens who went around trying to get the early bird special after seven? Yeah, they're back in town. Let's go get them. They'll stop at nothing to clean up the streets. Hey, lady, you can't cross here. You'll have to cross in the light. And they're determined to clean up the smuggling business. All right, sister, you're under arrest. Oh, so now you're arresting my wife. What's the charge? Possession of powder. Open that purse, Tub. Let's see that white stuff. Yeah, just a thought. She's got over 100 bags in here. Of what? Sweet and low. From that restaurant you just came out of. Let's take them in. 
Chris there comes the hit Miami Cubs on a hot new beat in Allendale Vice. Premiering this fall on MBZ. What do you want in a city where the mayor looks like a fagola like Sonny Rosenberg, huh? <laughs> a screamer. You're a screamer, Sonny. <laughs> Okay, let's uh, calm down a little bit. we got uh, three hours to go. So far, Glenn's got all his friends and relatives calling in. He's doing very well. I'm surprised the little old ladies who hated Kathy, they've been quiet. See, they're happy now, so they don't have to say anything. They're just licking their chops. Is that really honest? <laughs> a show on couch potatoes. Oh. Stuck in rust. Tons of makeup on. Then my husband does it with Jessica Hound. Oh, Betty Ford calls and go I will. I'm all strung out on booze and pain. It's all here. The headache, the heartache, the pancake. Rock of ages is my Tammy Faye's, he is the rock that I crawled out from under. Won't you buy my new album? If you don't, you're burning hell. You really will. Thank you. God bless you. Four months ago, we left, and I have not walked into my house. I've not seen my puppies and my kittens and all those things. And our dear friends that we love so much dance. And so to the people at home, we love you. We miss you. And, yeah. and we hope all of the people we love so much will forgive us and help us to uh, go on. <laughs> It's getting to the point now where you can't tell the real from the make-believe with them. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, They've become like a parody of themselves. <laughs> 11.07 at WINZ. Neil Rogers here till 2. Ernie Sochin is going to be along, and it says on the board he's going to have head. a head spud, spud of couch potatoes. Mm-hmm. How does he do it? Boy, <laughs> week after week, how does Ernie manage to absolutely mesmerize the audience? It's incredible. That's got to be on the phone. Yeah. He couldn't be here in person. This guy's coming from the Circle U Ranch. These are kosher <laughs> potatoes, of course. <laughs> Miami Beach. Good morning. <laughs> Wait a minute. Was that a fly that just came in through the window? Uh, Glenn told me to call uh, after 11. <laughs> <laughs> what? I have a list here. Uh, Glenn is great. He is a <laughs> talented person. I can't read his writing here, though. You love his laugh. <laughs> no, he's much better... Uh, you want to have a lot better job than, than Joe Johnson did on his uh, Virgin show on the other station. Okay. That was a, that was an unmitigated disaster. Joe Johnson is a virgin, by the way. <laughs> That's what Linda reported in her column. <laughs> uh, I have a question. Did During your celebrity calls the last couple of days, did Steve Kane really call you up? He certainly did. We had about a 20-minute chat. Did he want to explore anything with you? No, he wanted to uh, share some things with us. Oh, because he usually likes to explore things. Or share. Sure. <laughs> no, seriously, he just come back from 10 days at the DeSisto School, and I'm not making that up. I know it's hard to believe, but it's true. And he said it with a straight face. Yeah. That he was having his head shrunk up there. Since you're not you've the been size in the radio, this is a long time. I was just curious, because I've just gotten into the AM talk radio listening for probably last maybe year and a half. How often does this shifting around of people occur? I mean, is this like a... Well, if it's an IOD, it's like every two days. Because uh, people from Love 94 have gone to television, people from television have come to radio, from FM to AM, and it's, it's like you got to keep a little card and see where all the players are. Yeah. Now, that's primarily an IOD. They changed the uh, lineup. See, they're so much into sports that they've got this kind of lineup philosophy. 
and when things don't work, they just erase it and they put somebody else in a clean-up spot. You know, it's kind of they're, they're like the locker room mentality they suffer from over there. Well, I want to congratulate you on your ratings. Thank you. I'm glad somebody has uh, taken notice of it. Oh, it's great. Well, you, I thought you were in the 11% or, I mean, 11s, but I wasn't sure what the numbers were. No, no, 7s and 8s. That's, I guess that's real good, too. Well, though. in the daytime, it's like uh, Twilight Zone. It's so good, nobody believes it. Um, I had another final question. How does uh, Snooze simulcast when, you know, I mean, I was wondering how you all do that, how they play your material at the same time you're doing it. Is this like a, some kind of new technology that we don't know about? Yeah, well, we have this... When you're doing things and then you start playing music and then all of a sudden Al starts doing the same thing, I just say this is incredible technology going on. <laughs> well, years ago when I lived in uh, Boston, many, many years ago, WBZ in Boston used to have a subcarrier in Springfield, WBZA. In fact, they used to do the station break, WBZ Boston, WBZA Springfield. <laughs> South Miami. Yeah, South Miami, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. I love those Ken Nordine bits that are pieced together. You know, the station breaks. WNWS, South Miami, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Miami Beach, Hoges, Kendall. I mean, you know, they were recorded like on 15 different weeks in different pitches of voice. One, Ken had, uh, he had laryngitis on one of them. And it just really sounds good, man. It sounds almost as good as uh, Al Rantel, South Florida's most listened to talk show host. They just, you know, they just go on oblivious. They think they really are insulting the intelligence of all of South Florida. They think everybody out there is a moron and will believe no matter what they put on the air. And, of course, uh, there's, what, about 2% who do. Jay Michaels from WWHR. So we sh what we should do is, is whenever, whenever a group of, of announcers are together, is, is have a director and then only, only, only have one mic on at one time. And do like they do in television. And then Neil can do his Oprah Winfrey. He can run around with the microphone and say, Caller, say what? <laughs> Goodbye, Neil. Have a great show. <laughs> Is that it? Oh, he hung up on us. He's gone. Well, see, we boxed him into a corner. He boxed himself into a corner sure and just did. ran, man. That's Jay, uh, Jay, what's his name? Jay Michaels. I'm only Jay Martin. Well, yeah, whatever. From Whore Radio. WHR. What call letters, huh? The big horror on your radio. 11.30 at WINZ. We have an open line in Broward where we just uh, were hung up on, I guess, by a very big radio personality, Larry Kent. 764-0707. 764-0707. Miami, hello. Thank you. Okay, bye. Okay, don't speak to me. That's okay. Won't bother me at all. Bag. Eleven thirty-one at WINZ. We have an open line in Dade now. Six out like at the prom, okay? In Miramar, Miramar High.
so sorry, Mr. Sassy. We take it all back. We're going to be on our best behavior. Can we bring some jelly beans to the prom? The president likes jelly beans. Spreading, folks, the South Florida malaise. It's spreading from Hallandale to Miramar. Next thing, it's going to cross the county line into Carroll City, and we're going to be swallowed up in a big cloud of mung. Oh, look out. It's coming up the road. We can see it up on 47th Avenue. It's rolling under the turnpike overpass. It's rolling down in front of 207th Drive. And here it comes, crawling right up to the street to the WYNZ studio. Hello. This is Craig. You don't know what it's like not to have a writing book in your pocket. Listen, I went to talk to my boss there, the, the Genghis Khan of uh, radio management, and I can't even get a raise. You don't know what it's like to go buy a McDonald's without a dollar in your pocket. <laughs> on a scale of 10, sir, about a minus 4, but not too bad. Keep well, I'm working on it. I'm okay. working on it. Anyway. Don't be negative, sir. We only do positive on this show. If you want to knock somebody, call somebody else. I don't knock. <laughs> really? See, the problem is I can't get my voice that high. Yeah. What can I say? I can. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I'm, I'm enjoying the show today. It was definitely a lot better than last Saturday. Last Saturday was, I was embarrassed for you guys, really, to, to coin a phrase. But. Um, uh, oh, wait a minute. We have a young man. Now, wait a minute. Can you verify this? I have an important message on the screen. The young man said he would donate $100 to so far if we would play Tammy Faye's record album spot in the next minute. You'll hold on, won't you? Sure. Of course, he'll hold on. Is that legit? Okay. Each day when I wake up, I still have on all my makeup and say a lot of prayers for you. Finally, the ten record set you've been waiting for. Tammy Faye's unbelievable new album, Here's the Rock, I Crawled Out From Under. I put six Tons of makeup on Then my husband does it with Jessica Hound Oh, Betty Ford called And go I will I'm all strung out on booze and pain It's all here oh, The headache, the heartache, the pancake Rock of ages is my Tammy Faye's Here's the Rock that I Crawled Out From Under. Won't you buy my new album? If you don't, you're burning hell. You really will. Thank you. God bless you. Okay, sir. I'm sorry about oh, no problem. the hey, interruption. It's, it's, it's worthy cause. Listen, I enjoy, uh, I enjoy Glenn. Uh, you got to quit laughing so much, though. I mean, you know, I can't help it, sir. The, the, this man here just... He's just destroyed. a silly person. Yeah, sir. I'm a silly person. And, and that that is not like Ed McMahon. My laughter is legit. It's uh, That's what's frightening. Yeah. You know, everybody's laughter is unique. It's like, you know, everyone's voice is unique. So, I mean, you know, you have your laugh. Yeah. But, um, well, I'll work I, on I enjoy it, though. I enjoy You're trying to say that Glenn has a unique laugh? Her sex scandals or whatever she was into. I mean, I don't know. But uh, I, I heard she wasn't very good looking, so I'm glad I didn't go all the way out to C.B. Smith Park. Oh, Who was that, Tiny Tim West? Oh, God. Tiny Tim? Really? Is that what she looks like? And she's the one that said that. <laughs> Well, I don't know. She's I mean, patterned herself after Tiny Tim. She seemed all right, but she's, you know, just, uh, I don't know. She just had something missing. You know, there was something missing. <laughs> in her, in her... Like a brain. <laughs> oh, God. Poor Kathy. Uh, I hope you two are still friends after. We are. Although I don't know what she really told Linda. I guess we'll read it on Monday in the Herald mm -hmm. or maybe tomorrow. Oh, boy. 
Really? Okay, well, listen, I just wanted to call and say, uh, Neil, I support your so far effort, and I'm going to be signing away real soon for a uh, petition. Uh, what the heck, I'll, tw- I'll find 25 people somehow. Great. But uh, I enjoy the show, as always. It's always great. And, uh, Glenn, keep up the good work, and uh, really give those wimps in Miramar a hard time, because I, I can't believe that a city that I was raised in and, and a high school I went to, I, ca- I can't believe they can be so spineless. I mean, come on. Give me a break. Okay. Thanks a lot. All right. Take care. Okay. Great caller. Wouldn't you say he was good? Absolutely. He tinkled a lot, but he was good. <laughs> Next caller is on a mobile phone. Hello. Hey, Neil. Congratulations on your ratings. Oh, that was good. Another one of those antiques in Dania. Sunrise. Hello. Neil? Yes. Oh, you can hear me. Oh, I thought it was two calls away. No, they're going nuts now. You know, it's getting close to 2 o'clock, and Ernie's going to come on. They're going nuts. They can't handle it. I'd like to ask you for a favor. For the past five weeks, I've been trying to explain to my wife, Patty, about the, the different bits you do and the things you play and trying to describe the Michael Jackson thing. And I know you really are not crazy about people calling in and requesting, but if you could play that within the next half hour, I'd appreciate it. Hello. This is Michael Jackson urging you to help stop the spread of social disease. Don't risk your life by having a romantic encounter with an unfamiliar acquaintance. I urge you to do like I do. Go it alone. But make sure you wear protection. That's why I recommend the Michael Jackson glove. Worn on either hand, the Michael Jackson glove adds the security and peace of mind that I need to do it myself. So remember, before you pull it out, put it on and... Michael Jackson Glove, proving once again that a bird in the hand is better than one in the bush. Available in sequin models for extra stimulation. Okay, now this next call is either from LaBelle or from Patty LaBelle. Hello. Yeah, Neil. How this you doing, Patty? This is a long-time listener of talk radio on South Florida. I lived many years in Fort Lauderdale, and we are in LaBelle, which is the county seat of Henry County. Right. And we are about 30 miles from Fort Myers. And we're really up on what's going on pretty much through your efforts listening to you most, a lot of times. And also, we are a record store. And we receive billboard all the time. Uh-huh. And uh, it's quite interesting, like you say, with the controversies, that, you know, that uh, if people didn't want to listen to uh, some of the shows, they could turn them off and listen to some of the other stations. I have some friends that work for in the technical department of another station that you mention quite often that's on 441. Oh, yeah. Uh, Are they playing in traffic today? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, I don't know what their station is doing. <laughs> but I have, like I said, I have some longtime friends that do work in the technical people over there. And uh, one of your former uh, uh, production people is now the news director of our local radio station up here. Who's that? Tony. I can't remember his last name. I just met him the other day. He just came up here last Monday. He worked in production at Winds because he came in the other day and said, Hey, that's my old station on the air. <laughs> and uh, he is uh, on the air up here. They have 3,000 watts. So they have a big listening audience. They're basically a country station. But the uh, Miramar High School thing is very interesting because here in LaBelle, which I describe as being two hours and 30 years away from Miami, the LaBelle High School prom, guess what their theme is? Never say goodbye. How'd you guess? In LaBelle? Yeah. Oh, man, I'm telling you, these kids over in Miramar, they ought to hang their heads in shame. And uh, the uh, interesting part about this uh, county is our basic image is, you know, good old boys, rednecks, but when you scratch the surface, yeah. uh, like myself, they're from New Jersey or lived many years in 
uh, Chicago or New York or South Florida and, you know, in, you know, Miami, Fort Lauderdale area and got tired of all the silliness like, uh, the Hollandale com commandos and so forth. Yeah. Uh, I remember back when, uh, some of the other talk people first came to Miami and uh, they were quite interesting, but over the years it gets very boring listening to the same thing over and over. And, uh, I, I lived for many years just outside the city of Dania and was Boy. very involved with some of the politics in and around Broward County, and it's amazing how long they let some of these politicians still stay in office. Yeah. Well, listen, they've chased just about everybody away in Fort Lauderdale, so uh, <laughs> there's nobody left to vote them out. This is true. This is true, because the, the area I live in, we're outside LaBelle, and everybody has two and a half acres, and almost all our neighbors, uh, with very few exceptions, are from South Broward. Hmm. And uh, we're talking about, you know, 600 different people, you know, and which is a small area up here, but, you know, compared to Broward. And we're down there quite a bit, you know, for business reasons and everything. And uh, it's, like you say, Hallandale is marching west and south and yeah. whatever. Yeah, the Sonny Rosenberg death syndrome is covering the whole area. Pretty soon they'll be moving There's north. There's nice restaurants in Hallandale. I have to give them that too at times, you know. Like what? <laughs> there's one Chinese restaurant there that's on Federal and uh, Hallandale Beach Boulevard. Chinese? I can't think of the name of it. We were in there one time about a couple months back. And yeah, it was pretty well, decent. Okay, well, pretty decent is one thing, but sensational is. Oh, uh, okay. Well, if we're going to get on, we're, we're comparing to some of. Uh, you know, living in the country and going to the big city type, it's pretty decent. Yeah. Well, I bet you they got great cuisine in La Belle, huh? Yes, yes. Our, our specialty is swamp cabbage. <laughs> we have a big swamp cabbage festival every year. Which is why most of the people get swamp fever up there. <laughs> no, not really. Most of these people are uh, pretty, pretty much up on what's going on. In fact, I don't know if you saw a billboard this week about the clerk up in Bay County, which is up in the Panhandle, was arrested for selling two live oh, yeah. albums. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I'd heard it first on the news on, on uh, your show last week sometime, and then our one distributor we deal with all the time, Miami, he mentioned it. And uh, that has been the number one seller in South Florida for, for months now. Uh, and in fact, when their 12-inch dance record came out in the fall, uh, kids were begging for it, and that was the dirty version of it. Mm -hmm. The album has the clean version. Yeah. So I can imagine what these people do if they heard the other version. Thanks a lot. Hi, Thank you. Listening for a long time. Sometimes we don't get the call a lot, and uh, just, like I said, we do run a record store, and we keep up on what's going on pretty much with you know, the entertainment industry. 26 after 1 at WINZ. I'll make a deal starting next Saturday. I'll come in about uh, 9.15, 9.20, 9.30 maybe. And Glenn will stick around till about 10.20 or 10.30, and that's it. That's all the crossover we're going to do. We're not going to overdo this. Okay. During the week, we're going to uh, sit him over in the corner of the room. He can laugh way in the background, so only people with good hearing can hear it. And uh, I don't want to get blamed for everybody else, for their success, for their failure, for when they quit, for when they have a baby. I mean, how can I get blamed for that? You know, I mean, that's uh, really reaching. Huh? It's incredible. Deerfield, hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes. What are you doing at work? should be at Gulfstream. I know. <laughs> that's where I'm going in about an hour. Great. 
Gotta go bet that uh, Kentucky Derby. Who are you betting? Colts. Oh, no. Come on now. Are you serious? <laughs> hey, Jick, uh, Jick was on the other day. Yeah. And he said that uh, they couldn't, uh, Colts couldn't win if he had a van to take them there. It wasn't Colts. Uh, I read the article. It was Capote they were talking about. Well, let me tell you, they can put Gulch right on the, make it a milk wagon and put them side by side. You don't like them, huh? When they hit the top of the stretch, Gulch will be in reverse. And by the way, his dosage index is 4.71. Anything over 4, no horse with a dosage index of over four, has ever won the Derby. Uh-oh. I'm in trouble. <laughs> now, listen, I don't want to tout you. Yeah, I know, I know. Look at that. <laughs> we just got food coming here that you wouldn't believe. Hey, Neil, I was going to tell you, you know, when you had that uh, early bird special, they yeah. should make a steak race, early bird steaks. They do have them. They have early bird stallion steaks. It's right in the program. Well, they should have, like, a hundred... Uh, Old people will have a seven for all race, and at the finish, we're going to set up lobster, shrimp, and steak. Yeah. And we'll let them go. And okay. you can be the steward. <laughs> Excellent. What inquiries. You'll be, you'll be behind that board for about an hour. You bet. <laughs> well, listen, good luck in the derby. Good luck to you. I hope you uh, win a million today. Okay, take good care. Good luck. We've got somebody frying at a Dade payphone. Taffy would be excited about this. Hello. <laughs> hey, Neil. Are you really frying? Oh, no. <laughs> well, you're on the hot seat now, sir. <laughs> hey, listen, Neil, it's really been a pleasure listening to you. I've been listening to you for about a week now. Um, I got tired of falling asleep at the wheel on the FM, so yeah. uh, I turned your dial on. It's been pretty interesting. Welcome to the real world, sir. Yeah, right. What I want to talk to you about <laughs> is uh, Taffy. She's really disturbing. Yes. <laughs> Real disturbing. Uh, I I had a chance to listen to her yesterday. I, I've been listening to you all week, and I've been hearing you talk about her. And finally, I listened to her yesterday, and I, I sort of got sick. I had to stop the truck and pull over. Uh, she's unbelievable. She you wants had to, to stop the everybody. truck and bend over. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to fry everybody. I I just couldn't yeah. believe my ears. And she says she's well educated. I'll tell you one thing. When she has guests in her home, they all stand up. They never sit down. <laughs> They don't trust that woman. She's totally unbelievable. And, um, you know, the funny thing, she was talking about drug dealers and how if they get caught, they should execute all the drug dealers. And that sort of hit home with me because uh, I know some personal friends that got sort of caught up in the business. And they're not really bad people. They just got caught up in the wrong thing. And, you know, they're, now they're out and they're, they're enjoying their life. They're doing well. And just think of what if, if she was in office or wherever she was, they'd be dead. <laughs> Sort of depressing. Yeah, Taffy's going into business with Prentice Rashid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's, yeah, she's a real trip. I uh, I just don't know where she got her education from. Where is that? Smith College? Smith College. Uh, uh, all dignified and propriety was the name of the game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know. She doesn't come across too intelligent to me. Type. Well, you see, the problem is all these, most of the listeners in this town, and probably in all towns, they play personality, you know, and why am I picking on Taffy? And she can come on every day, and she can say the most outrageous, the most objectionable, racist, bigoted, disgusting, uh, genocidal, uh, maniacal things. Why are you picking on Taffy? And all these young suits, you know, call in like, uh, like she's saying something that makes sense. I mean, this woman spews, she makes Hitler look like uh, Santa Claus. It's unbelievable. It is. And I'm supposed to sit here and, oh, well, you know, she never stole a freight train and be Mr. Nice Guy. Oh, yeah. When are these listeners going to grow up? You know, it's all they relate to is personalities. I mean, the substance of anything that is said just flies right on by. What personality? It flies right on by. 
<laughs> you don't know what personality you're talking about. I know. I tell you, she's real scary. I, I, I you know, I mean, a lot of people joke about it, but, uh, you know, some of the things she thinks about, I, I just don't know where she gets them. I, I don't know if she gets them out of um, comics or... I mean, she, think, she thought that the Gestapo was a bunch of school crossing guards. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> Unbelievable. Anyway, Neil, I'd just like to say I enjoy listening to you. It's a good thing she's not on the weekend because the initial would be the... Saturday show. The initials would be SS. Oh, God. <laughs> Have a nice weekend. You too. Okay. In fact, she and Nancy Sinatra are going to uh, make a record. These boots were made for... <laughs> Emerald Hills, hello. Hello. How you doing? This is Neil with a K? Neil with a K. All right. How you doing? I was listening to you this morning. You were talking about WPLP. Yeah. You remember... Do you have, and your friend was saying, do you remember when it was WFSO? Right. Right? Yeah. Remember one of the DJs on there, Chuck U. Farley? <laughs> I swear to you, his name was Charlie Farley Show, and it was Chuck U. Farley. Oh, That's my it. God. I don't remember that. Boy, Lasseter would have worked well on that stage. Twelve years ago. Couldn't believe it. Now, you're serious. I'm, I'm, I swear to you. Yeah. It was great. That was the best rock and roll radio station in Florida. Yeah, they used to be like... Right. It was, I mean, they what played was the it? best the music. Big, they were the big 57. Right. We could, I mean, I'm, I'm from Winter Haven. Couldn't even hear it. We'd listen to static just to hear it. I never heard of it. Hours. Well, they used to be on only in the daytime. Right. They oh. went 24 hours, right. and a week later they went all talk. It was right. unbelievable. I remember WLCY. Right. Yeah. I got yeah. another thing to, to mention to you guys about Chipper Gore. Yeah. If you got your dictionary there, Neil, look up Gore in the dictionary talking about things being having two meanings. Look up the word Gore. Where's the dictionary? Did somebody take dictionary, it out of here? It's what you're going to read there is going to be is going to be typical. Oh, there it is. Somebody was trying to hide it under Taffy's electrified seat. <laughs> I can't believe it. We well, get that out of here. Would you give me the dictionary, please? It's got all these naked pictures hidden back there. I can't stand it. <laughs> under Taffy's seat, no less. Oh, yes, she, <laughs> she hit him under there. Boy, I tell you. Look out for those women with the whips and chains. Vinny <laughs> Testaverde picture. Yeah. Vinny Greenbow. Covers the whole wall, by the way. It's disgusting. Okay, gore. Gorge. Gore. Okay, gore. To cut into a tapering triangular form. There's one. To provide with a gore. A small, usually triangular piece of land. A There's tapering or triangular piece as of cloth in a skirt. Right. To pierce or wound with a horn or tusk. Yeah, they love it. Clotted blood. Mm. That's it? That's it. Unbelievable. It's well, what kind of a lousy dictionary is this? No, it's either a bludgeon or it's a piece of lace. It depends how you use it. And this here's a woman who's walking around telling everybody that this means so-and-so, that means so-and-so, and can't play this record, can't play that record. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, she's a piece of... Uh, yeah, she's a piece of gold. Piece of work, yeah. Right. Let's see, what else have I written down here I want to talk to you about? I was at the park last week, I ate no food. And I was, I was, the only, you know what the problem with the park was, that you, they had you guys not on a stage. If you, if you were a little elevated, it was like, you know, if you were two people back around the ring that they put around you, you couldn't see. That's why nobody could see a thing. Oh, thank goodness for that. Yeah, but if Boy. It was like watching it was like the surface. Well, that's not why we're not doing any more of those. I understand, it's always, it's I always an unmitigated disaster, you know, like yesterday's show. It's uh <laughs> Thank a lot God they serve beer there. I 
That's where I kept running to. Yeah. Okay, well, listen, good luck. Nice talking to you. Have a great life. Yeah. Somebody called in to tell me that Channel 7 now on the uh, baseball game, Neil Heaton is pitching against the uh, Mets. Who cares? <laughs> I mean, what kind of a message is that? I couldn't care about either one of them. Boy, Neil Heaton. Then they brought his brother in to pitch at U of M. Boy, he was a bright guy. <laughs> he was great. Okay, 25 till 2 at WYNZ. We do have one open line. We thank Phil and the people from the deli then, although I don't know if that's for me, though. What am I thanking him for? He brought in a lot of food. That's probably for Ernie. You know, Ernie steals all of my sponsors anyway. That's for Ernie? <laughs> that's for Ernie, right? Come on, Phil, be honest with me. And that cheesecake? No. It's got a circle you on it. I can't believe it. It's from the Circle U Ranch. See, that's what happens when you become a super Jew. That's Ernie Sochin. He just... Super Jew. Ernie's subject today, Jews in Miramar. Can't believe it. <laughs> Go ahead, make fun of us, Jewish. What is all that Go stuff? Ahead. This is Jewish food. This is Hamantash. And you've been oh, hummantash my God. Thank you. Well, Keep making great. fun of us Jewish hand. guys. You're a great you may not uh, get scholar and a gentleman. That's great. We could end up bringing oh. a sandwich with Who invited you in here, here, Ernie? I had to carry the hummantash, and the man Pass me help. the hummantash. Now, are they prune or poppy seed? I hope they're poppy seed. Oh, thank you. Phil knows I won't eat the prune. And look at that layout, man. That's good. That's for my new housewarming this weekend. <laughs> you didn't even know I was moving, did you? Okay, let's do our second break here, and I think uh, we may start. We may start eating. Know what it costs to open a home equity credit line at American Savings? Really outdone themselves, and for the people in the audience who can't share the good food, tough. You know, that's uh, get your own show. You know, how do you get these poppy seeds out of your teeth? Man, I'm telling you, these are hummantashen that are so good. Would you like some, Kyle? We're sitting here. No, he wouldn't. He wouldn't know what. He'll have some of the sandwiches. Nobody won't eat hummantashen. Don't worry about him. He'll put some stuff away. Has Glenn had a hummantashen? No, not yet. It won't hurt you, believe me. No. You put hair in your head. These glam don't know how to eat. They, they just leave them alone. How to eat. They don't know. They're nice people. Okay, like let's take a call from the Grove, but then we've only got a few minutes left, and everybody wants to hear something, which is good, because that'll kill time while we eat. <laughs> Hello. Phil, good afternoon. How you doing? Great. So you're using me to kill time, huh? Yeah, you talk and we'll eat. Okay. i got a new subject for you. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the uh, tax legislation that was... Oh, good. I'm leaving. Bye, man. <laughs> and, uh... Is this a setup call? Is this a setup call? No, no. I, I couldn't understand how lawyers would pass this law that would tax their services. And... There aren't that many lawyers up there, amazingly. Well, I think I may have come up with the answer. Uh, on the radio the other day, I heard that now that the tax legislation is passed and we're all going to pay for services on our dry cleaning and all uh, taxes on our dry cleaning and all sorts of other services, the lawyers are now going to file suit, from what I believe I heard on the radio. They're going to file suit um, to prevent this tax from going through for legal fees because it prevents the poor from having access to the courts. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it just amazes me. Uh, I don't know why, but um, I just knew there was some angle. Yeah, they're suing themselves. Yeah, exactly. And what about the poor being able to get their clothes dry clean? I mean, what? <laughs> yeah. You know, that's all I wanted to comment on. I wanted to, you know, get your comments to see... Yeah, what your thoughts were? Or let me let me tell you. When it has to do with anything going on in Tallahassee, 
It's you might as well just put your head in the sand and cry. That's all I can tell you. It is so embarrassing. They are such a bunch of gutless, spineless cowards up there. It's beyond belief. And that includes both parties. Both parties. It's incredible. If you wonder why people don't take any interest in politics in this state and in this country, all you have to do is take a look at what most of them are doing. Well, I might take this moment also to comment on uh, on our automobile insurance and the fact that, uh, you know, I think it's liability insurance is not required. And uh, it just causes uh, those of us who won't go without insurance, those of us who have anything at all in this world to, to protect or just wouldn't do that to other people. To pay through the nose. That's right. You got it. That's right. I did a show on that here a couple of months ago. We had the whole panel here, and everybody blames everybody else. And in the meantime, we can't do anything right. You're in Florida, my friend. What can I tell you? It's, I am new this to Florida. The, this is the not-know-how state. Where are you from? Well, I um, I'm, I grew up in, in the New Jersey, New York area. Oh, well, listen. And uh, But I came. To, I went to school in Florida, believe it or not, mm-hmm. and uh, have lived in many different places, including overseas. And, and I came back uh, to the Grove. I like the Grove. So, uh, but it's it's fascinating. Uh, it's a different culture. And it just it, it just to me it doesn't make any legislative sense to pass a law that makes uh, your tax laws different from other states. Well, don't forget this is governor no tax. Yeah, people will find their way around it. I mean, they do in New York and, and New Jersey every day, where yeah. the uh, uh, in New Jersey they don't tax clothes, clothing or food. In New York they do, and everybody goes from. Uh, New York, New York to New Jersey and buys their clothing and food and their gasoline because the tax is lower. I mean, people will find their way around it, but the poor people won't. So, you know, they're not helping anybody. Yeah, well, it's probably a Castro plot. We're all going to be getting on ships and going to, to uh, Havana to buy our, uh, take our dry cleaning. Well, that might be interesting. Yeah. Or to China, for that matter, you know, get a good Chinese laundry. Well, listen, hang in there and welcome to Florida. I wanted to say a Chinese laundry in Havana. You're in for some real surprises, trust me. Okay. Good luck. Interesting. Bye-bye. Okay. <clears throat> okay, it's 17 before 2 at WINZ. What do, what do all these people want from us, huh? You know, they just want us to keep playing the same stuff over and over. They don't want to hear me. They're disgusted with Glenn and his laugh. They're not happy about the good food that came in here. Couples concerned about bad house doubt. Protect condoms. A division of Black Flag House and Garden Pest Control Division. Keeping situation safe since 1887. Play the ten record set you've been waiting for. Tammy Faye's unbelievable new album. He is the rock I crawled out from under. Sixteen tons of makeup on. Then my husband does it with Jessica Home. Oh, Betty Ford called and go out with a most strong out on booze and pain. It's all here. Oh, the headache, the heartache, the pancake. Rock of ages. Sammy Faye, here's the rock that I crawled out from under. Won't you buy my new album? If you don't, you're burning hell. You really will. Thank you. God bless you. Okay, should we take a call from Hallandale, even with uh, 
olla roast beef and corned beef and homentosh. And, boy, I'm telling you, what a spread. There's even a little cake here that says seven share. These people at the deli den are incredible. Hello. Hi, but you shouldn't be talking about that food when I don't have any. Hi, Neil and Glenn. How you doing? Hi. Let me ask you, are, you, eating. are you overweight? No. Well, start working on it. <laughs> uh, all I want to tell you about was uh, the uh, were, uh, the uh, planets that you choose. You should be picking Jupiter or Pluto or Mars because Uranus is just a little too suggestive, and I think that until uh, we get all of our petitions in, why... Uh, yeah, we ought to uh, we'll censor to Uranus. Yeah, we'll have to wait on that. <laughs> okay. Okay, I enjoyed... Uh, your show for a long time since you come on. I now listen, all you science teachers out there, I want you to listen to this gentleman. He's got a good point. When you go up and show the kids the uh, solar system on the map, cover Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, you covered yours with that. You bet. Okay. Uh, we'll keep listening and uh, get our uh, petition in. Good luck. Thank you, sir. All right. What do you mean, man has got to have shul? What, what does that mean? <laughs> what, what does that mean? I get these messages on the screen. He's got to have shul. What do they do? Close on Shabbos? Pretty unlikely story, pal. Man has got to have shul, or what? He's standing there with a gun to his head, and unless we play it, he's pulling the trigger. <laughs> Let's take a pull. When some tries to put me down and says he has a larger congregation, I tell him right away, now listen here, to negate your heard of my shul. It's number one in the nation. Was so good. 
Oh, my goodness. Those poppy seeds are dancing in Kazatsky and my puppet right now. Okay, it's 9 before 2. If we take our break quick, we can go out with a flourish. Okay, for all the kids in Miami Springs High and LaBelle High, all the people with an IQ of over 3, this is for them. For all those people in Miramar, for all those cowards, all we can say is shame. Shame on you. Sick voice again. Stay tuned for Ernie Sochin, a great American. The Jewish Hour on WINZ is next.